Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. Welcome to Page Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast in this very special episode of The Guest Awakens. Now, last year, I got to go to Star Wars Celebration. But I didn't get to go this year to London. Therefore, I brought two experts on the show with me. They are making their triumphant return to the show. It's Alden Diaz and Nikki Kubar. Hello, gentlemen. Hey. Hello, hello. He booked hello experts, there. and the experts couldn't make it. So then... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he settled for people who were dumb <laughs> enough to travel. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's how it is sometimes. There we go. But yeah, pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. So, we got to talk about the Bantha in the room. Mandalorian Season 3 ended yesterday. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Now, I loved it. And I know that there have been some, as always, <laughs> a few words exchanged online with certain people who shall remain nameless. No. <laughs> but I imagine that uh, you guys are the right guys to talk to about this. So let's yeah. start, Nikki. What did you think about the finale yesterday? Um, personally, I loved it. I have rewatched the episode itself and <laughs> little scenes of it many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, um, I think with with Star Wars in general, and I, I'm not saying it's the right way or the only way but with star wars in general lately i have prioritized joy Um, Mm. and i think when i when i think about this episode and also it's like coupling with the previous episode Mm -hmm. i think they just both make me feel so good about about the mandalorian about star wars about this show being this conduit for really the the entire saga like every trilogy the animated shows like it's all funneling into this into this uh this story and so i think when it comes down to it um i just had a really good time with this this finale the season in general i liked the story it was telling um one of the you know i think that's sort of been a point of contention throughout i think people have been expecting something different Mm -hmm. um and when that when that doesn't happen that usually doesn't uh turn out well online (laughs) Mm -hmm. so so i think i think yeah for me it's just like you know i am happy to meet it where it is i i didn't really have any sort of like wish list items um that mattered so yeah I'm, i'm happy with it i'm excited i think it's uh i think it's setting the table for this new slate of things we're about to talk about um later in the episode i think it's sort of resetting the mandalorian table for all that and then also we know season four is coming and there's going to be more to explore with din and grogu oh yes or din grogu you should say. din grogu yep all right elvin what are your thoughts <laughs> my thoughts are very similar i i loved it it took some working through not in a bad way but it's a situation of we all expect things and we try to predict things and you try to set those aside. But this season more, I think, 
than any other um, of recent Star Wars has been so anti-discourse where it would do things and it's not that it would walk anything back, but it would be like, oh, well, surely there's going to be a conflict here, right? Or surely this is going to be the direction. And we all decided that. The show didn't really. Um, and I, I think that they handled it. The, you know, the phrase that kept coming to my mind is straight up. Like, this is just a straight up finale. Like, you thought that we were going to do something screwy and, and twisty. And it's like, no, we, we meant it when we talked about unity, when we talked about setting aside differences. And they are still different. They're all very different still, these two groups. And, and three, if you include the, the survivors that we meet uh, in, in the penultimate episode. Um but it, it asked us to embrace stuff that was very classic um, while also delivering a lot of new. I think it's some of the best and most innovative and creative Star Wars action we've ever seen. A lot of the the beats are things I could watch over and over, whether that's Din and Grogu versus the Praetorians or mm. Koska Reeves. Koska Reeves doing a, a drop slide off the balcony mm. and then turn <laughs> flip. Yeah. It's like, all of that was amazing. And then you take all that and you combine it with what's really a everything's different, but everything is reset. There's now a functioning Mandalore. Grogu is Din Grogu. He's an apprentice now. IG-11 has returned, and now IG is this this marshal. Um, Navarro has restored. Like Everything's different, but we're back to a basis of Din's like, I'm going to take jobs again, but this time or Carson Teva. And so it's like season four feels like the new season one. Um, and I, I couldn't be more excited about it. I loved how wholesome it was and how it stood in contrast to everything that we know is coming. I think that especially after celebration, if you'd asked most of us, nine, nine, nine of us out of 10 would have said, Oh yeah, that, that's going to be like an Ahsoka post credit scene. I bet you. And they were like, Nope. We're gonna end it on this little <laughs> Looney Tunes shot of the little circle. Yeah, exactly. That, Looney Tunes like, shot. I like that. Yes. Yeah, I so. remember um, the night before. I I can't remember what Twitter account it was, but it was like, so who do we think's gonna show up after the credits? Convent. <laughs> like so, yeah. it was like a poll, and it was like you know asking people what they thought was gonna be the little clearly the you know, answer is Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But yeah, it, it was it was very much itself, which is yes. which is fine, which is great. Yeah, and I so, think so. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page with you guys. I mean, the honest truth is, expectation and speculation can be dangerous. I certainly had a few things that I thought might happen. I think that the the biggest thing we got to mention real quick is that for a week, everyone was saying the hour is evil, right? <laughs> yeah. Everyone is like, it's clearly going to be the armor. Some apologies need to be made by fandom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw I saw the armor. I saw Axe Wolves getting thrown under the bus. Axe, I was like, yeah. Axe, Axe showed up, man. They all mm -hmm. showed up. So, so yeah, no, it's, it's super funny. And I think there's a fun way to speculate, of course. We all we all enjoy doing that. But I think there is also the dangerous way where you get married to your ideas and then it gets turned yeah. into this, like, well, you didn't tell it right kind of situation. Yes, I, I tweeted about that yesterday. You guys might have seen it. Mm -hmm. Where I said, 
just because what you thought would happen didn't happen doesn't mean the writers made a mistake. Exactly. And in fact, yeah. you know, okay, the armor, she might be a little misled, but she was hitting fascists in the face with a hammer. Yeah. I think that, that means she's not as bad as we There's thought a, she was. A cultural handshake between the armor and Brasso. Mm. <laughs> yes. Smacking smacking yep. fascists smacking in the fascist. face with heavy there objects. You go. Yeah. <laughs> through the through the channels of time, one thing that Star Wars endorses is bashing fascists in their helmets. And it's we true. It. I mean, like, does she still have things like is there still stuff to bind with her as a character? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's even at the end. It's not a clash, but even at the end, she has to acquiesce sort of to Din's point and sort of accept that he's going to do things his way, that he's going to not bend rules, but really lean into them. And, and you know, winning and ruling. We talk about that with Game of Thrones and stuff. Like, now she has to, like, you know, listen to Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, how's that going to go? We'll see in season four. But um, is she a villain? No, doesn't seem that way. Uh, even if Axe and her might never like each other, you know, but that's <laughs> not really a requirement, you know, for a functioning society. Yeah, that's why Grogu's just there to tell them to no, no, no. Mm-hmm. If anything we know about Mandalorians, we know they can all hold hands together and be happy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like, oh, yeah. It's the number one thing about their society. <laughs> and God, we hope this is the time, right? Like, it's yeah. like, you know, we're like, uh, during the sequel trilogy, there's no Mandalorian presence except for a tiny bit in Exegol. I'm hoping that's because they were like, oh, we're farmers now. Like, we yeah. we got all these plants that we saw. And the, that was a great scene, by the way, with the yes. um, yeah, uh, really cool. Mandalorian yeah. survivors and all um, that. Yeah. It's interesting to note that when they finally were able to complete Ragnar's initiation, he no longer had to swear. That he would never take his helmet off. That is. Did you notice that little Ooh. detail? Yeah, it is different. Yeah, um, verbiage it makes me. Yeah, I guess it, that's that's a question too for for the mm-hmm. future. Is like this whole idea of walking two ways and walking two worlds and everything. She said to Bo-Katan, like, when does that trickle down? Yeah, the, the trickle down economics of <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the fly side sectarianism. <laughs> um, so we have that little detail, which I thought, yeah. oh, interesting. That's cool. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Again, it's like I think again we have this like reactionary thing where you have the anti, the an- the more or the less inclined Mandalorian fans who were like, I like I saw people like if that was the last episode they ever do, I'm happy with that. I'm like. And for me, I'm just like, there's still so much. Like, I'm still so excited about mm-hmm. all these specific Mandalorian questions. So, by all means, keep cranking it out. You got so, this, John. I believe it's funny. Know. It's everyone <laughs> thought there'd be a spy. Yeah. <laughs> everyone thought they would resolve the helmet issues. And everyone thought that Thrawn would show up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, as Elden put it, the show is like, nope. <laughs> I, I, now having seen it, I can't imagine Thrawn now. Um, right. In a post-credits, yeah, maybe. But the Shadow Council stuff, like that's great. But I liked that this episode really was like, no, Gideon is important right now. 
and which the penultimate one had done to Gideon separated himself. He's not, I think that the episode seven did a good job of saying like Gideon is not a mini boss before Thrawn. The, he, he thinks he should be in charge. He of thinks he council. should be the top dog. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked that. And then this one gave him his own motivations, which was create this force sensitive Mandalorian soldier. <laughs> Um, as he told Hux, I'm not interested in cloning. It's like, right, yeah. Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested in cloning Palpatine. Yeah, I'm um, not interested in him. Yeah, which I loved. I thought I thought it was cool to make it, um, you know, a show that is like Star Wars does with its layered titles. Why is it called this? Well, it's about Din, the Mandalorian. It's about Grogu, will be a Mandalorian, and then the people overall, and what does it mean to be one? What is the way? And then you make them face a bastardization dark mirror of themselves who's like, I can improve it. I'll tell you how. By getting rid of you mm-hmm. and making tons of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is the season that I think continually exposes the people who re- who like maybe read screenwriting for dummies and think they have like a mm-hmm. grasp on A and B plot. Mm-hmm. And then and then they're like, but it stopped being about the title character, you know, and it's just like why do why do you have such a narrow view of what this is about? It's about so much more, and um, I think another like another another point I I sort of thought about in terms of just like this finale being like itself. It reminded me a lot of the Rebels season two finale versus the Rebels season three finale, where where Twilight carried all this baggage mm, yeah. of Ahsoka and Vader, and it felt larger than life. And then Zero Hour is like it's it's this story like it's it's really their finale same mm-hmm. same with the premieres siege of lothal versus steps into shadow like it's yeah. it, they just felt more like it belonged to the mandalorian as opposed to like wow oh my god my mind's being blown with ahsoka versus vader luke skywalker oh my god like it it just felt very centered on itself which i think is good that's good yeah. and i i know that you know, the previous episode was called The Spies. And everybody went, oh no, there's multiple spies. Yeah. I was listening to Force Center the other day. Mm-hmm. And being a biblical scholar, I can't believe I missed this. When Moses was going to lead the people into the promised land, he sent 12 men who were called spies to check out the land before they came in. <laughs> yep. Gee. Mm, <laughs> I had the same thought listening to Force Center, where it's, you know, it's, I I don't know my, my Bible backwards and forwards, but I was listening to them, and then they were like, yeah, so when the Israelites and the 12 clans or tribes and the what Moses sent, the Primus lands, and I was like, eh, from the showrunner who brought you the book, of Boba Fett, yeah. <laughs> Ken made that joke where he was like Favreau at Celebration was like, "Now nah, everybody, please turn to Deuteronomy." Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, like the like, book, book of Boba, of Boba Fett, Fett. Verse the Jungle <laughs> Book, the Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah, turn to the good yes. book itself, chapter thirteen, verse thing. Yeah, it was yeah. right there. Yeah, it was, it was right really, there. it was right there. That's one of those moments where it's just like we are a silly fandom sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like we're just an endlessly silly fan. Like like John Favreau's playing like next level 3D like biblical reference chess. And mm-hmm. we're just like, so who's betraying who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what's what's great is that like we had 
if we're gonna do the double meanings too, like take take the biblical illusion, but they gave us Elijah Cain and an entire shadow council of many people, mm. and one of them says there are people who support us on every major world that are waiting for the yeah. empire. Like maybe they're the spies. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And Jake Hmm. Axe Wolves said, "You all thought I was the spy. I'm going to risk life and <laughs> by crashing yes, this capital you. ship into an imperial base." And I, did anyone else think, like Axe, you have a jetpack? Please, for the love of God, do not die. Uh, and then yeah. it's like he heard me pleading, and he just noped out of the window. Yeah, the last minute. right out the window. I love that he jetpacked his way up to like. The at ed- the edge of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just like the funniest thing. Was it, it, that was like that was peak. Like screw you, Yondu. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and to anybody listening, is like that. That logically doesn't make sense. Uh, as I said last time, you guys were on the show. If you want that kind of Star Wars, go and watch Andor. It's true. <laughs> Yep. That's would, not no what one, this show is. Mm-hmm. No one would jetpack that high in Andor. But yep. here we had a baby tripping and bamboozling Praetorian guards and moving their weapons around that way. Let's not forget laughing. Like, laughing while they're slashing. Laughing. Yes. yes. <laughs> he really started to enjoy it. When he gets into like his full little skip, it's like yeah. it's pretty great. It's pretty awesome. It's it's good stuff. And I saw some oh, tweets yeah. about it, but like um, I also remember thinking, like, oh man, Luke was teaching that little guy how to jump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, he's, now he's using his Jedi training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really uh, did. So funny. I mean, and I love also just the direct evolution that happens between because, like you said, Nikki, it almost feels like one and three are siblings, and then like two is not like it's not connected, but two is that branch out into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. One ends with Din and IG having a moment of maybe not all droids are bad. And then here it ends with Din bestowing IG onto the community because not all droids are bad. And then mm-hmm. it ended with Grogu blocking one flame troopers blast and saving Din and Kara and grief. Mm. And then now it ends with Grogu yeah. blocking an entire base explosion. So it's like yes. this Same is the- music. It's the sequel to um, that finale. Yeah, it's it's the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we love it. And the last thing, I, I mean, what a, what a great season it has been. The last thing, just to get out of the way, is I could not disagree more when I hear people say this season has been unfocused. Yeah, I agree. I'm not exactly sure what they mean by that. I think it wasn't focused on what they thought it was going to be focused on. Oh, there you <laughs> like, go. That's it in the end, right? Like, again, it's like, yeah, was it unfocused? Kind of seemed pretty focused about the, like, reunification of the culture and reclaiming the planet. And the that empire kind of obvious. in the shadows. Hmm. Yeah. And, like, even when it took a... Even the hardest left that it takes into the Plazier 15... Yeah. Captain Bombardier. With Bombardier <laughs> and Duchess Lizzo is mm-hmm. still about a planet that the entire ethos was we made a choice to restart and to choose each other and like it, it's still they still have to face themselves even in that Ooh. arc it's still didn't and, and she gets the saber in the end like it's still the saber yeah yeah so like, it's still there 
there and 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 what what was the other time that we veered all the way off because of Pershing and Kane? Like, yeah, that. Ended yeah, up I being... heard somebody say last night that they <laughs> thought that episode was meaningless. Yeah, yeah, because it's and not I'm like, like where have you been? Everything that Gideon wanted to do. Besides, um, give me more Katie O'Brien, please. I love Katie O'Brien. Yeah, and then the following <laughs> episode gave us Keller and Beck, which is like, yeah, it's a flashback. It's not part of yes. the a plot, but. For Grogu's growth, it's uh, kind of essential. Yep. A major, a major unanswered question, dating back to about the, the, the start of the show. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah. It's a uh, yeah, it's and uh, as, yeah, Dave, as Dave likes to, he answers one question, but leaves us with a whole nother question. Exactly, every end is in a beginning. Yeah. Yep, and and I That's guess the, the last thing, real quick, is. I think that the, the technicality of that dark Seder was hilarious because it showed how much the Mandalorians are obsessed with this blade. Mm-hmm. And then what does the next episode do? Breaks it. Yeah. John Favreau okay. loves breaking things. Like, he just loves it. Which, which is what yep. makes that line so funny when he's like, Mandalorians are nothing without their trinkets. Mm. <laughs> and John, John Tavros like, I'm going to test that every every episode I can. Yeah, I was really <laughs> surprised that it broke. Not that it broke in general, because I think, you know, Nikki and I, we've been talking for a couple of years that that thing needed to go, at least symbolically. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised that it broke so unceremoniously and quick. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it would be casted to the fire, you know, like Lord of the Ringsy, or that it would cast be it into the fire. It's real, yeah. Exactly. I thought it would be like Din yelling at Bo-Katan like destroy it. Like, but yeah. no, it was just disrespectful. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah. but it's great because and then Bo got a great line right after that. So yeah, it breaks and then she yeah you don't have a sword you can't go one v one against the big bad, but instead here come Din and Grogu, and it ends up being a three versus one and not just like. What I loved about it is the the action blocking and the choreography of the whole episode. But of this is like, it's not Bo-Katan with like Din and Grogu for moral support. Like they mm. are triple teaming him. Like, yeah. Even yeah, Grogu. It's, 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 uh, like, it's Bucky and Cap. Uh, and, <laughs> and I love that Grogu's like, you want your weapon? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Grogu I've never been so like, thrilled by sliding yep. in a fight. Because <laughs> Grogu does a slide. Then Din does a slide in front of Grogu and <laughs> getting to shoot at and him. And then Grogu's like, you, like want, you want your weapon? You want your weapon? There you go. Grogu's so such a little troll. Uh, yeah, Katie Sackhoff had talked about like how much she loved doing all the slides that she had trained for. I never realized they'd be so important. That like, yep. every character does. Did you see like, her her Instagram today of the ripped? Yeah, like, yeah knee, I, I did. Yeah. yeah. He is like, and she's like, woo. <laughs> I mean, so good. The truth is, this season. In my opinion, might be my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have seen some incredible character growth and world building. Mm-hmm. We didn't know till the episode despised that the Empire is actually loosely unified. Yeah. But pretending they're not, which is a cool little uh Yeah. Detail. And of course, Captain Teleon. Yeah, with Peleon and Captain Peleon. Yeah, that I like that you brought that up because it kind of changes everything that we think about all of this stuff, all this era. Like 
Gallius Rax and Versio and, mm-hmm. and Hawks and all these people, we had the idea, and this is still true, that like a chosen few got to go do stuff. And the, but we thought if you weren't chosen, you were kind of a useless warlord, kind of like the client in season one of Mando. Yep. But mm-hmm. now it's like, no, it ran pretty deep. It was a galaxy wide plan. And um, I loved all that. And, I, and, I, and also just like Mandalorian stuff too. Like we mentioned Din Grogu. Does that mean that Din's name is, his birth name is Jaren and that his mentor, who was alluded to, was Din something? something did mm-hmm. like it's a fun sort of the we know that there are family names and blood names red mm-hmm. crease you know uh uh, uh visla but do foundlings have a different one mm. and then then you if you say yes then that means that Django was something fet or he was he was just fet and that it would have been because he's a foundling so then you could start to have all those nerd conversations with yourself mm-hmm. about mm-hmm how it works for them in a different way which is really fun only to have alex damon say well actually mm-hmm. <laughs> yes I, I'll let him we love here. alex we love alex we do <laughs> he's okay a- so that's sort of the that's sort of i wanted to let him discuss that because that's the talking point right now mm-hmm. and now we come to the main event star wars celebration london you guys got to go. You guys got to go. So, um, really quick, what was your overall feelings about it? Alden, I'll start with you. Uh, my overall feelings are that I'm still mentally there. Um, and you're talking to but a husk of who I was. Um, I loved it. You know, it's great. It, it's... So we'll call you General Husk. General Husk, <laughs> yes. There we it, go. It's a great, refreshing feeling. Um, it's sort of like rejuvenating and you can sort of shed a lot of the bad faith BS and just really get in touch with Star Wars and I think that it's this was the celebration for me personally and this might be true for you too Nikki that I I had the least floor time that I've ever had the least shopping that I've ever done the least familiarity with the booths that I've ever had or absorbed but I had arguably the most fun where every panel we went to, killer. Every person we met, hilarious. Every uh, interaction that we had, big and small, uh, was great and satisfying. And um, and then in terms of like the, the nerdy fan stuff of it all, just knocked our socks off. I mean, the stuff that we saw that hasn't been released yet is going to light up the internet when it gets released. Hmm. Gimme, gimme. No, no, no. <laughs> I wish, me. dude. I and wish I filmed I it all. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll debut it right now. <laughs> yeah, Nikki, what about you? Yeah, I mean, so much is the same on my end. It's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, always when someone asks, what's your favorite place on Earth? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. whatever Star Wars celebration is. <laughs> like, it is just that that thing. I mean, it's where it's where we all get to unite. We get to see people from all over the world, um, you know, that we only generally know digitally. And then, then, you know, we're all together. And so it's always that it's, you know, it's the inspiration of it, you know, seeing um, the panels and hearing from these people we look up to. And, you know, like I went to a panel with Doug Chang and like, and he just, mm. and Doug Chang talks, it's like, it's like getting creativity and like, 
and inspiration and pureness like just injected into your body mm. and so you know it's it's that it's fulfilling in that way and then there's all there's all the like little stupid things that you know we critique of like oh why don't they do this oh the convent this convention center has not got a good layout blah, blah, blah. like all those dumb things we complain about but like in the end it's it is just the most always the most like special experience and mm. and like alden said it was it, they're like the the things we got to see were just out of this world um I'm, i don't even ever cried as much at a panel than at the obi-wan kenobi panel well, you know <laughs> i was just watching that earlier today <laughs> yeah that was, yeah, that was i just, mean the, the goodbye yeah. scene between between obi-wan and leia gets me every time yeah yeah was and it was, it was amazing because, and it, yeah well, it was man. one of those things where similarly to watching the mandalore we watched the spies at celebration um it was one oh, of those things where it's like fun. that was amazing and and it was amazing in the way that we don't get that normally like normally we're sat at 2 3 a.m that <laughs> we're midnight watching it on a on a tv or a computer um by yourself and then being like okay what's up um but instead it's like you know we were lucky enough to do obi-wan at in Anaheim as well and you know watching those episodes with the crowd with the screen with the sound um even even watching the clips from you know the, the selected clips from Obi-Wan mm. and and you know even Bad Batch and stuff like it's uh it's it's one of those things where it's like oh this is this is how it's meant to be done like for for whatever for all the the uh the advantages and you know up, upsides of Disney plus like this is still at its heart like how it should be done and so this it's always yeah so it's always special to to be at the convention itself and 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 get those moments and i so and, wish you know, i could have been there with you guys i really wish i could have been yeah i mean it's 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 always so special and you know the the next one's also a big trip yeah and i won't be able to make it to that one but yeah. one day the three of us will meet i know it. absolutely it'll swing back around here 2027 um, just doing doing san jose disney please yeah yep 2027 at the 50th anniversary that's gonna be madness i already already got chills i'm skipping i'm skipping the next one i'm already excited for that one yeah so well that's awesome i'm so glad you guys got to go all right time to get into the news okay friday april 7th Mm-hmm. We got to talk about the biggest one, the biggest thing at Celebration, the Ahsoka trailer. Oof. Well, mm, well, for the people listening, I'm fanning myself. <laughs> yeah, Nikki's I, about to pass out. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't even believe what we were seeing. Um, it for everything from the red Lucasfilm logo on, oh, it was like yes. a fever dream. And the Decathlon said the 24 hours of terror. As we were all like, whose head is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It With lies. our good friend Brian Ward trying to Sherlock Holmes' way into whose head that was. <laughs> that moment itself reminded me a lot of the Rebels season three panel with the Thrawn oh, yes. trailer, where in that moment, I couldn't hear anything from the rest of the trailer. Like yeah. the the crowd was just nuts, and and I remember um, 
when his head popped up, it was sort of similar where like dialogue was irrelevant for like the next 10 seconds. I think mm-hmm. they had barely caught the end of Ahsoka be like heir to the empire. And so, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, it just reminded me a lot of that. He's a, he is a crowd pleaser to say the least. Yep. And our good build, Lars Nicholson. Yay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, we got, we got to see Sabine in live action. Uh, yeah. Natasha Leobardizzo looks so much like Sabine. It's crazy. Yeah. Still recovering. I honest. mean, she's she's gorgeous. I mean, uh, I'm not giving you Star Wars crush, but we'll get there. But, like, what's so amazing about it, too, is how, like, how could we have ever expected she'd have that hair? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it's, it's, um, it's one thing to, you know, for you, for since the Jedi, we've been trying to piece together this well, where does it fit with the epilogue? What's, mm-hmm, you know, the, mm-hmm. Where did that actually happen? Blah, 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 blah. And now, like, obviously these layers are peeling back. <laughs> where's but it's Jason Sandula? Like... <laughs> exactly. But it's like, yeah, we, we've we never, um, you know, we're getting sort of more little piece by piece. And this idea that, you know, in her in her uh, sort of stewardship of, of Lothal, mm. the girl let her hair go. She let, yeah. it, let it flow, you know. And she has a pet both cat, it seems. Yeah. Yep. She's yeah. got a cat, her hair is down. She's got wearing a team jacket with a looks like a a patch for old time's sake. That I think yeah. yeah. Of course uh, we got Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Harrison Dula. That's a sentence that I still can't believe we get to say. I mean, I've loved that woman since Sky High back in 2005. Mm, um, I just watched uh Scott Pilgrim versus the world the other day. Scott yep. Pilgrim, another great yeah. one. Tarantino's mm. Death Proof, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Not only Hera, but the mother now of a Star Wars family. That's yep. her and Ewan McGregor yep. are together and have a baby. Um, it's just like it's wild. And seeing Hera in there, and, and again talking about like Sabine's hair, it's like, okay, so Hera, we might we might see Jason in this show because yep. of what it is. So we'll see about that. And then if Lego's got anything to say about it. That they're still trying to get that kid's <laughs> green hair right to this day. They're still in reshoots. Um, I, I love the whole idea of this still building to the Rebels epilogue. That it's yeah. not it's not just here's a soak of the white and Sabine and here we go. Like what was the what is the emotionality of that scene in context? How did we get there? And you know the nerd the nerd in me immediately was looking at Sabine's long hair and you notice that the deep purple is the roots. It's the mm-hmm. top of her head. Mm. So it's her natural you know, color. <laughs> it's just the reds in their deep purple hair. So those listening may not realize this is what we Star Wars fans do. It's true. We analyze yeah. hair pattern. Mm-hmm. But it's Dave. It's Dave. And we see her. Dave knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's kneeling, looking at her helmet. Like she's gonna cut her hair off. It's gonna be very Mulan and very cool. And and then <laughs> it, uh, I'll start crying if it's the fact that it's Kyaner. It's the fact yeah. that it's Kevin Kyaner. Yep. yep. I like, she needs to be careful if she's using Ezra's lightsaber to cut her hair. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Mm. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so short. Yeah. And the final Oops. hair. But, uh, nah. Okay. And then we get yeah. these two new characters. Yes. Whose uh, names are escaping me at the moment. I think I don't remember the last names. I know it's Balin and Shin. Balin and Shin. That's right. Yeah. With their orange lightsabers. And Shin, as soon as I saw her, I texted Elden or sent the Twitter message saying, saying, somebody go pick Elden Diaz up before. 
That's true. <laughs> it was very much my. It was Get like one girl with the lightsaber. And they said, Dark Alora is on yeah, hold. So Dark Alora. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna give you this. Which, by Dark, the way, Dark Alora is allowed to seek new opportunities for the time. By the way, Dark Alora forever. Dark. Oh, yeah. I'm not giving up the dream. No. Hell no. And um, so we get that. We get um, a couple of shots of things like we see the ghost. We see the um, the phantom, the the Chithopede version. Mm-hmm. We see that crescent shaped Republic ship. Yeah. We see the magistrate, of course. Right. Looks um, like she's teamed up with Thrawn. Morgan. Elsbeth. Mm-hmm. Morgan Elspeth. Yeah. We see the back of Thrawn's head. <laughs> no, you guys got to see the front of his head. We actually didn't make it to that panel. You didn't make you, it to that one. That was you the one we missed. Physically which, there. which uh we almost we almost made it. We could I guess have... I just assumed you guys made it to every panel, but again. No, it was it was a long story, but we did miss the Ahsoka proper one. Yeah. But the showcase one we were there for. So yeah. we can't we can't proper, say that much. For your listeners, the Ahsoka proper panel is different for three reasons. One, you get Lars physically in person who showed up. Yep. Um, and then you got the same it's the trailers cut the same. Uh-huh. It, but it has inserts of mm-hmm. Sabine Little with pieces. the green lightsaber, Lars's face, and a purple. Uh-huh. And the speeder bike shot. Oh, you did see bike. a you yeah. did see a purple. Okay. There's yeah. a purple face that comes out. Purple face. The and then yeah. And then of course Ahsoka herself. Rosaria Dawson. Mm-hmm. With her with slightly like longer a, montrails. Or montrails, that's right. Uh yeah, they, they said that they had developed new tech for it. Mm-hmm. That they took the criticism to season two seriously. You could tell that they were like also wanting them to be bigger and more mobile and that mm. Rosario was saying that they move like they've got some life in them and that they're actually like you know that it is a really impressive piece and <laughs> Neil I'm Scanlon really just like operating a <laughs> puppet two, in it two Montreal guys off the side <laughs> little Anzellan inside <laughs> yeah <laughs> Shirley Henderson Bad baby. don't touch it at the bulkhead um <laughs> Yeah, I, she looks amazing, and I and I'm really excited to. I'll bring this up every time the show comes up. For those that don't know, that are listening, um, the working title for this show is Stormcrow, which is one of Gandalf's. Mm, yes, that's right. That's right. So we're gonna get that transition from gray to white in the show, and it's gonna be. Amazing. I am the Silk of the Light, and I come back to you at the turn of the tide. Ah. Uh, if you see Ahsoka approaching Fangorn Forest, you know it's on. Yeah. Well, she whistles and her horse comes over the, the hill. <gasps> it's a big loth. You like in a Pantene Pro V commercial? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, maybe. it's like it's like we've seen the shot of we've seen the epilogue shot, right? Sabine with the bag, the mural. We saw the mural at Celebration. Mm-hmm. My God, mm-hmm. the the mural itself. And uh, of course, was there. we've seen We've seen Zed. We've seen Zed. Zed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have seen as of the as of this trailer being released, all surviving members of the ghost crew in live action. Yep. That's in true. trailer or in show. It happened out of nowhere. Like it's just like it, and of course, it's it's real. Because that that two second look at yes. Ezra at a distance. Mm-hmm. And of course, the mic drops at the end. Professor Hu Yang. 
Professor Huyang with David Tennant. With um, David Tennant. Mm-hmm. And a, a Rosario was saying on the panel that David recorded all his dialogue with her before shooting mm. and that they would actually have Hu Yang mm-hmm. speak. That way all the actors could react to him. Interesting. Cool. And it's like, why does she want Hu Yang's help? What is he up to? Why not? <laughs> what is he cooking? What is Hu Yang cooking? Apparently he got all his limbs back, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, and like, what is he doing, like, in a post Jedi world? Hmm. What is it? What is his? What is his job been since Order sixty six? He's just floating. How did he get out of Order? We need his Order sixty six story now. (laughs) Yeah, what is he? He's enough to you're looking for. He's like an employee. He pulled out like ten lightsabers at once, and just like like take that, General Grievous. He's like like the cooking droid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There you go, the cooking droid. Yeah. Yeah. So So, so that stuff was great. It looks to me as though. Runs up to something, but it almost like there's something even more going on. It feels like there's, again, the screenwriting, the <laughs> B plot. Like <laughs> there's definitely there's the Thrawn of it all, and the Imperial Remnant stuff, which kind of ties in with the the Filoni movie announcement, yep. which is like, yep, we'll New get Republic. there. Yeah. yeah, New Republic versus Imperial Remnant in whatever degree, but then like this. Balin Shin stuff, like you see Balin and Ahsoka duel for a second with the, the starry sky in the background kind of looking very world between worlds y. With oddly enough an excavation light behind them. Mm-hmm. So, so something yeah, is up here. There's mm-hmm. definitely like def- multiple threats or multiple layers to the threat or, or different parties interested in the same thing. Or because Thrawn was twice defeated by the Force. Yeah, maybe he like, he's trying oh, to find some, a way to cheat it. I'll get some force users. It's Joru Sabayoth. That's oh no, really is. Hey, more, it's Doctor Hemlock. Yes. Oh no, it's Doctor Hemlock. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. it's I always wondered big. what was under that glove. <laughs> I also uh, want to shout out something that Dave said about their lightsabers. Uh, I guess at the Ahsoka panel, I saw the quote that he said that you know people have asked him like, so they're not straight up red yeah they don't have our normal white beam on the inside they're colored yep. kind of differently and he's they're like, a little orange yeah like red orange and he goes yeah you know I'm, I'm glad you noticed that can't say too much but everything's intentional and you want it to be the kind of things that even kids will pick up on as different um mm, dave Deloney which... sure likes to fiddle with us doesn't he that's his specialty mm-hmm. which to me rules out sith um yeah so i'm I, i'm now thinking like Maybe it's not so much I hate you, Ahsoka, I'm going to kill you, so much as you're in my way respect, mm-hmm. respectfully. Ooh, we, you got to go. Like, it might yeah. be just different different goals. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I I can... So that's sort of the Ahsoka. The Ahsoka of it all. And that will be in August. Crazy. And I cannot wait. Um... Then, of course, as you just mentioned, we'll segue into it. Three movies were announced. Now, as I said on my podcast, and I said it more than once, in case anybody is out there saying, yeah, they announced so many movies that never get made, let me clarify. Mm -hmm. Allow me to educate you. Mm They have only officially announced a couple of films. 
the other announcements came from questionable sources. <laughs> yeah. Or at least, you know, a, a trade just being like, oh, so someone's talked to someone, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's one or, of those things. Or Jeff Snyder, but I didn't want to say names, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it's only been, what, Rogue Squadron and... The Benny Alpha Wise thing was officially announced. And the Benny Alpha Wise Lucas thing was officially yeah. announced. Something yeah. was happening, yeah. Um, and, and that wasn't I even Lucasfilm's fault. That's, the Ryan Johnson thing was so. officially announced. The Ryan trilogy was Yeah, the Ryan trilogy was announced. Which, yeah. you know, for all intents and purposes, still on the table. That's but, that's yeah, like Willow, that's like Willow Volume 2. Like yeah, that's it just, happen, it could happen just as easily as it couldn't happen. That's just yeah. there. Yeah. Willow Volume wanna, 2 will happen and I will make it happen. There we go. <laughs> if we want to play like yeah, you know, for fans listening, if we want to play like piece by piece by piece, Benny Off and Wise is not their fault. Benny Off no. and Wise got a Netflix job and the two companies were just not gonna let that happen. So it's yeah. like there you go. Uh Ryan is technically still on the table. Rogue Squadron is the only one that people can be like, Yeah, that's an L. Um mm. whose fault it is. I don't know. I hear things, it's not my I don't care. It's not my business but um yeah I mean, even things like on tv like oh droid story or lando and things like that it's like those were not canceled it's like nope. in fact in fact kennedy said we're doing lando so yeah Lando's Donald glover was just on the uh on yep. interviewed somewhere talking about it so. Yeah. so i guess to clarify to those who may be confused they have only ever officially announced a few films and mm -hmm. The fact that they are at Star Wars Celebration on the main stage announcing three movies means the odds of them happening are quite high, and I would argue that the one that I think is the most like, there's no way this isn't going to happen, is the Poloni film. Yeah, and that's There's the thing, no way that's not like, going to happen. You can analyze each one very quickly and see that they are all three pretty much locks for different reasons. One yep. of them is Filoni. It's going to happen. They even yeah. said, directed by Dave, executive produced by John. It's the culmination of these arcs. Yep. Yeah. And you have Mangold, who, I don't know if everybody noticed, just did a movie with them. And yes. they seem pretty freaking excited about mm, it. Yes. Like, he's on the payroll. And then the other one was Shermin Mabed Chinoy. They... They brought Daisy out, so it's like you've you've signed an act, and they called her by her actual name, Jedi Master Ray Skywalker, which just like that was a beautiful moment. To clarify, we'll, to we'll spend some we'll spend some extra time on that later. <laughs> uh, yeah, to clarify to those who may be wondering, that is her name. Yep, I, I, yes, factual. That's canon. That's yep. factual. So we start um, with the mingled film. Yeah, the dawn of the Jedi. Hmm. Dawn of the Jedi, Ooh. biblical epic in the style of Ben-Hur, or not in the style, but inspired by Ben-Hur. In the style and, of Ben-Hur would uh, be kind of fun. In the style of Ten <laughs> Commandments. 25,000 yeah. years before the Skywalkers, first people to discover the Force, use it. Mm. That's wild. It's just a wild concept. And I remember that that novel came out a long time ago before like the canon was sort of mm -hmm. re... like well, I forget what it's called, but it was like sort of that first this is the first jedi like kind of thing um so yeah it's, it's always sort of been this really fun inkling you know just there in the ether and yeah and mangle tackling it like that's yeah and that's I, cool. 
I That's think cool. that Indiana Jones is going to be great. Yeah. I know that there are going to be, as as our modern world just comes with it, there is probably going to be some very loud voices who don't like it. No matter how good it is. Especially because it's going to be different. Well, that's the other thing. We saw six minutes of it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, guys. Oh, Donald like, Destiny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Destiny, like, yeah. We, it's pretty good. In a horrible accident, dial for Destiny. Yes. 1 800. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a blast. I mean, and speaking uh, of the Nicholsons. <laughs> yeah. Good weekend for them. Mickelson brothers getting that bag. Yeah, it, it it looks awesome. The new trailer was great with Rolling Stones, and then the way that it, uh, the way that that chase scene played was mm-hmm. so classic, but with a new energy because of Phoebe and because it's the '60s, and you know it's an indie who's even older than old indie in Crystal Skull. Yep. Like, um, the trailer opens with his retirement party and things like that, and he's just like, "This is the end, end," and it, it felt really good. And for Mangold, it makes me excited that Mangold had such a good experience that he thought of a Star Wars story to tell and then immediately went to want to go tell it. And he kept saying, the story's really good. The story's really good. That, you know, finished script? Maybe not. But does it sound like the man has thought it through? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yep. You know when you have something. Like, yeah. whether it's whether it's polished or not, like, you know, kind of thing. So we have yep. that. And then we have Filoni. Yes. Which, doing his movie, just, which uh... will sort of tie together the threads of Mandalorian. Look about the Fett, Ahsoka, and Skeleton Crew. Yeah, yeah, we don't know a lot about it outside of that, that it's the event that they kind of yeah. teased forever ago. It's that... probably going to be thrown or just been here That's what it feels like. Either whether it's called Air to the Empire or not, something like that. But it. Even the, yeah, like the way he talked about we're going to draw from yeah. past literature and the new things. And, and it's like, yeah. apparently talking to Timothy Zahn. Yeah, he said that at the yeah. apparently they've right? been talking yeah. talking to him. Yeah, the way that it just felt in the room, Dave Filoni live action Star Wars movie. It's like I wish that I could be a fly on the wall for the talks he's probably having with George. Like mm-hmm. everything that we've ever said about this guy, that they've ever said about this guy, about being the heir apparent and the Padawan and the student and the, the heir to the Empire, the heir to the Empire. <laughs> it it all it's never felt like more complete. Yeah, I think that's how I remember that moment. The circle is now complete. Yeah, like, it, like the when when she was like, "Let's bring out the directors," and when he was one of them, that was like, "Oh my god, it's happened!" Yeah, like actually, this is like we reached it. There. Yeah, like we reached that moment of, well, what's his next thing? Well, what's his next thing? Surely he'll eventually get to a film, and we get now we're here. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it that was a really special moment again. Just as just as fans who have been invested in this guy's storytelling for over a decade, right? It's like it that was a very special moment. Yeah. And Thron versus the New Republic, which as you say, I think it's what it's gonna be. Yeah, it makes sense. Like it's the it's it's the big thing they're building in this mm-hmm. this world, him and Favreau are doing. So yeah, I think it's I think it's good hands. It's yeah, it's gonna be exciting just because it's it's Dave doing a film um in live action and then it's gonna be exciting because it's it's something we've been building towards since mm-hmm. i mean you could say rebels but like well for now we'll just say since the mandalorian season one 
and so so yeah it's like it's uh it's good it's gonna yep. be good and then film number three Shanina de Tenoy yeah. after Ray Skywalker 15 years after the rise of Skywalker which means Ray rebuilding the Jedi Order 35 year old Ray and yeah with an order they they specifically use the phrase Jedi Academy Mm-hmm. talked mm-hmm. about you know Sharmima Benchanoi's resume is so extensive and like on a film level on a real world level like time 100 most influential people mm-hmm. time Oscar winner um, has always had her her foot in the world of like activism and, and you know and highlighting stories of the battle against oppression which she talked about mm-hmm. and then she tied that in with like the the sort of story thread of like oh there are probably oppressive forces that don't want to see the jedi come back yeah yeah and it's like oh like for ray to have maybe had 15 years of like forward momentum and then for her to be in charge and for people to be like nah we're gonna destroy what you've done like that's so different for her because she was the upstart and she was (laughs) the the, the young woman and the, the student and it's 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 kind of like what we're seeing now with Luke, it's interesting, right? We're getting Luke's era of that and Ray's now at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, what is Ray like in Yoda's spot? Really? Like we've never seen anyone be Grandmaster that wasn't him. What does that look like now? Mm-hmm. Good point. Yep. And 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 um you know, as in we don't want to speculate too much as whether thin or poor or even Ghost of Ben Solo appears. I forget all them. I want. Dio. I certainly know the Ray, the Raylos are going to have a field day. <laughs> I, I want, want Miramir. Hell, oh, <laughs> hell yeah! Mm. Return. It's time. Um, yep. Yeah, it's definitely so that, time. That's our three movies, which this is exciting. Crazy. Can I just say, yeah. like, yes, <laughs> I'm trying to again. These are like celebration moments that turn into like out of body experiences mm-hmm. like so this this started the night before yeah. when daisy ridley's stylist on instagram mm. <laughs> put, in a, put on his story who's excited for star wars celebration <laughs> with a sith mm-hmm. trooper a lot of red um and so so then already the the little the, the whispers started the oh my god is she coming is she gonna be here yep. like... and there's been those rumors that have been going around for a couple of months mm-hmm. the lunch the the you know the the getting the lunch. casual super casual lunch she had with Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, they know. all just ran down to Chick Fil A. Yeah, stuff. you know, got a got some got some Uber Eats. Okay, um, maybe not the best example, but <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it's like all that was bubbling, and then we're like, okay, okay, and then um and then we got that slate where they you know they expand the the eras, and we see that new Jedi Order, mm-hmm. and then it's just it's just getting you know like it's the ultimate tease like who wants to see the jedi master <laughs> and then yeah. oh my god it yeah. right in the face ray's theme just blasts out and yes. she walks out majestically to all the applause in the world that the she room. could deserve pandemonium yep. in there yeah and it was just like it felt so good and it's I one will, of those things uh, where i will also note i ran into well nick nicky was off meeting wedge antilles and mm-hmm. uh and i was hanging out on the floor and i ran into ali plum who hosted that panel he didn't know like he he was like oh I wow. he goes i want you to know wow, wow. we did not know about daisy that yeah. must have been like top brass only snucker in the yeah. back 
they all through the kitchen off guard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was so good. Oh, it felt like again, they snuck not... her in a jacket like little Leia. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Kathy's jacket. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but it it was one of those things where it's like you know, not to ever be like, you know, it validated sequel fans. I don't think that's a necessary statement, but like it was just like this moment of like we're back it's okay like it's gonna be okay daisy's here like it's fine yep, <laughs> right? and, and, and so much for those fan theories about retconning the sequels exactly like you know it's it's just silly talk people don't know what the hell they're talking about and so so yeah just to have her back is it's so nice like that's that's just how it felt in that moment it felt like such a and again you know there with all of the fallout of you know cult- cultural media fallout of rise of skywalker and hmm. you know people saying this and the classic thing that always happens to every cast member when they're like they just finished this really grueling like insane publicity run of their lives and they're like so you want to do it again and they're like i don't know um so then that and that turns into oh well they hate star wars they don't want to do it again and it just becomes all this like mess and just to see her walk out on that stage as happy mm-hmm. as she was to be there and as happy as everybody was to see her. Um, yeah, no, it, it's special. And and yeah, even even if no one else showed up from the from the sequel trilogy, which you know, I doubt that would be the case. But if yeah. even if nobody else showed up, like it was it's very special to be getting a Ray movie. Yep. Absolutely. So you guys were there and it sounded like a great time. And also okay. one one quick thing. Also, um, because we talked sort of about the, well, you know, oh, they don't even make their movies anymore. Um, <laughs> I felt more confident after this showcase than last year's showcase and also that yeah. investor day thing yeah. a few years ago. Like yeah. this yeah, one felt, this one felt locked in, you know, like just in general, like what they're talking about, like it felt, you know, obviously nothing's ironclad in in this industry but it's like it just felt like this is the deal like like the investor day was like here's everything now let's start shaving things off Uh, or you know moving away moving to the side moving Mm -hmm. on standby but this this really this felt more like legit this felt like this is the plan like this is this is where we're going cast member themes and like, the directors yeah, were there they weren't why. just talked about yeah the directors were physically present they were they were unified as a team and daisy you know? was there too daisy like and for for kathy to say like george talked about this goes forward and backwards then to bring a team out that's mm. talking about it that have all signed on the dotted line that are all working we know just you know from paying attention to the trades that like charmaine's ray movie is the furthest along it's being now rewritten by the creator of Peaky Blinders. Oh, uh, so very it's nice. like we've you know there's there's steam and they've yeah. I don't know anything but they've got a date still for 2025. Feels like that's where we're going. Let's cross our fingers. Maybe yeah. uh maybe in in uh, Tokyo they'll drop a teaser. Feels right. Maybe we'll just watch it in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, <laughs> just give us the film, right? <laughs> yeah, give us the film. But then we get to the on a USB, the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase. Did you guys get to go to that one? Yes, we were. Well, we were there for the showcase, and then I'm trying. So the showcase also. Well, that was all the showcase, but then they okay. 
the other things were the acolyte. The showcase was, was very long. <laughs> yeah, well, we, what we like, just talked about was okay. So the movies were part of the showcase. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything you just covered, Brendan, was showcase public, and then okay. there was the showcase. I guess private. my jealousy has made you forget the. That's what it is. That's right. <laughs> so then we got yeah. a little bit of Andor season two. Yes. That and didn't get out, did it? Did the, you guys get to see any of it? out. We did. They showed we did, a full yeah. trailer for it. They acted like they didn't have much. Yet again, I'm not jealous. There's a trailer for Andor season two, a trailer for Acolyte, a trailer for Skeleton Crew. So what did you think of the Andor look at season two? I wish I remembered more of it. It was very like snapshot, snapshot, snapshot. Um, but it, I mean, it was cool. Like, yeah, it I mean, looked, it And it looked awesome. different. It looked different too. Like the vibe was skewed like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like it felt sort of like obviously the same space like vein and spirit but it definitely felt like we were in new territory with yeah. this yeah. show and as much as i last time you guys were on here as much as i like to make fun of certain fans of andor we all three adore that show oh yeah oh yeah people people are super obnoxious about it but it doesn't change yeah. the fact that it's it doesn't change the fact that it's really good yeah yeah, and this trailer had, you could tell that it's evolving more into the world of spycraft. Um, it ends with a shot of Cassian with like his hair slicked back, looking mm, sexy. Yeah, I heard about that. And it like looks like he's in a disguise. You had Cyril with a hat in like different places. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like, <laughs> he looked like a he looked like a like a like beret. A, mm, no he, he had some super and... fancy clothes on at some point. No, Cyril yeah. and Deirdre making out. Darn it! <laughs> no, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. You know, no, you know who we didn't see. K2SO. Mm. Not to be seen. Not to be seen. We know this is the time. Luthen, it, the only like, what I would describe as plot in the trailer is that it looks like Luthen's shop is found out. Mm, Okay. Interesting. Or or they're shutting it down. Like you see it impact up. Interesting. Walking out aggressively. Like it, I wonder if he's caught or something. Um, You also see Vel and Cinta and oh, yeah. yep. a lot of them. Yeah. To keep yep. it PG, I will say it looks like the complaint of it's not explicitly shown that there are a couple will be uh, handled. Oh yeah they they got they got confronted by Ruby Cruz and Aaron Kellyman. It's <laughs> true. And we're like, get on our level, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, baby. as long as there's no nudity in Star Wars, so yeah. yep. Um, yeah, it, it looked great. <laughs> it looked really great. Yeah, it's gonna be very good. exciting. Oh, yeah, course. kissing yes. Anything beyond? I don't know. So, uh, Tim kept the socks on before he died. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah it's, well, that's twenty. That's twenty twenty four. I only asked because my parents being uber conservative. Your parents. I, I, had, to, are... I had to watch it, it before then. Your Any, parents will so, be satisfied, and then till then. You gotta, you gotta do the, then, you gotta yeah, do the parental okay. check. <laughs> You're gonna have the, uh, the yeah. Disney Plus passcoded account. Yeah. No dare. Yeah, I'll be like, sorry, mom and dad. Uh, I know that this makes you uncomfortable. So. <laughs> you can watch it when you're older. Yeah, you can watch it when you're older. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Well, well it'll that, be good. Yeah. That's good because um, it, it was definitely Willow certainly said. We see you, Andor, and we're going to raise the ante. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I think up. is pretty good, I, I'd say. Okay, so then you get some of that. So I'm excited to Andor. They're excited. 
Uh, I cannot wait to season two. And then you get a little bit of, well, you get the accolade. Oh, my God. So oh, my God. <laughs> first, the first thing that's listed here is that Jonas, Jonas Rutano, Jonas, I'm probably saying it wrong, is going to be playing a Wookiee Jedi. It's beautiful. Did you Ooh. get to see that character yes. in the teaser? Well, on stage. Yeah, he came in the out costume? in the costume. Ooh, yeah. nice. The Wookiee walked out Leslie Headland. Oh, very nice. And went backstage, and Jonas probably very quickly changed out of it. Was he in the footage? I don't actually he's not in the Unless he's in the big Jedi shot at the end, and I just was overwhelmed. How did his costume look? It's just, it was amazing. Yeah. He's got robes, obviously, that are like for a Wookiee. So it's like the tunic, but like his arms are cut. And he's got Wookiee, like top knot ponytail. That's him ponytail. in the set leak, right? Set leak photo? Yeah. 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 His name's Kel Daka. He's a master. Yes, Kel Daka. Kel Naka. Kel Naka, yeah. Uh, so you get, you guys got to see some footage. Yep. Yeah. Without yeah. giving away anything, how good did it look? Right. Well, what did Leslie say? It's it's she pitched it as Frozen meets Kill Bill. Yeah, I yeah. heard about that. Which is awesome. just Frozen meets Kill Bill. The choreography, gorgeous. The visuals, gorgeous. The the tone, like again, yeah. like, we don't even. There's not even really plot to give away. It's a lot no. of tone, but it's like it starts with uh, uh, Lee Jung Jae is this Jedi master, mm-hmm. and he's giving a lecture. To a bunch of younglings, and they're all sitting like, like meditating younglings, sauce, meditating, yeah. and it starts there. Then it's like intrigue and a very uh you know Asian cinema inspired force battle with Carrie Ann Moss, which is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, it's all these locations, and there's like snow. Um, I'm just cool. desperately trying to remember. Things. All I remember is the I remember the last shot so vividly, like. It was it was a giggle cry moment mm. where I was like I was like so happy and overwhelmed and yeah. basically it's it's a line of of Jedi and then they all like unanimously ignite and, oh, that and it's like so cool. and it's High Republic so it's colors you know it's yes. it's it's also and, it's and yellow the fact purple that this show blue. takes place at the end of High Republic is really cool yeah yep. and so it, that was just yeah that was such an exciting moment like I was like oh my that was that was like a, oh my god the power of Star Wars yeah. No. no, I didn't get to see it because obviously they haven't released this stuff online. But I did listen to Leslie Heaven when she was being interviewed. Yeah. On the main stage. And I gotta say, not only does she know her Star Wars, and I mean that she's up to date on the High Republic, mm-hmm. she's, her enthusiasm is so much. Yeah, that you just can't help but be uh, charmed by it. Mm-hmm. No, she's great. She's she's not only a great Star Wars fan; like she is a great filmmaker, professional, like and then like a a thinker of the arts. Um, I'll always I'll always plug this show. <laughs> Brett Goldstein's films to be buried with. Mm. Um, she, she her episode on that is so good, and you know when he asks her all the questions of like. The films that impacted her life and whatnot like her answers are just they're so interesting they're insightful they're um it, it's just it's somebody who pays attention did brett was brett able to ask the question without dropping a bunch of f-bombs like on ted Lasso? 
Um, I'm trying to think if he's like, because it's obviously him as opposed to the character. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's. Broken. I think there is still there is still profanity, but it's 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 a lot sweeter. No, I, I guess <laughs> just because I love Brett Goldstein and no, he's he's a he's a I wonderful love Roy man. Kent. Roy Kent is just such a great character. So then Brett and Star we Wars. Get, we, we get, get to. Um, <laughs> yes, that would be cool. And then, of course, we get the the fact that the acolyte, um, you know, it's got this great cast, including some very familiar faces. Mm-hmm. And then we learned at the High Republic panel mm-hmm. that Rebecca Henderson, aka Leslie Evans' wife, I think. Is playing Bernestra Rope of the High Republic. Yep, which means when I read that news, I was so excited. And there's a photo of her too. It's not a good photo; it wasn't officially released. But from the panel on the screen, you can see she's obviously older. When we meet Vern, she's 16. This so now she's going to be like 116. You know, she's an alien; doesn't really matter. But (laughs) she's bald now. She's described as an elder master. Um, and yeah, I mean. Purple lightsaber whip in live action. That's all I want. Also, what a testament to the High Republic as an initiative in that that is technically a publishing panel, mm-hmm. right? Packed house. Yep. And Biggest for two years too. in a row, for two years in a row, packed house. And then um, and dropping live action tidbits. Like, it's just it, like I they they couldn't have imagined <laughs> it would yeah, be I mean, what it is when they when they design that thing. How extraordinary it is that a bunch of books are just as loved as anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we we always joke we're like that that crowd's a good crowd because they're readers. Like yep, and you'd be that... happy to know that I am keeping up to date with it too. There we go. Um, I'm currently reading Cataclysm. I've missed out on a lot of phase two, but I gotta I gotta catch up at yep. some point. Um, but yeah, it's it's always funny like. You know, it's because it, because it does take that extra bit. Um, it's like High Republic stuff is always a fun crowd because, yeah, it's like it's not just your your simple your simple sort of entry point sort of Star Wars. Like it takes it takes a little bit of work to uh to get through the stuff. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's super cool that they did. You again, guys like, get to right. go to the High Republic panel? We didn't. I forget no. what clashed okay. with it. Yeah. I forget what I was doing. Was was, was that when sad? you were doing the, the panel with the Triad of the Force, Elton? No, that was the next day. I think it's Saturday. I had, we did Chase and Rebecca's panel. Oh, that's right. Then, yes. How did that yeah, go, by the way? That was, was fantastic. Yeah, um, I, I was sad that I didn't get to see it. I, I know that Chase had been really excited about it. It is posted, so you can check it out. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I will look for it then. It's wonderful. Um, And then Nikki was at Doug Chang. And I haven't gotten a chance to watch your channel with Goose yet, so... Also posted. Um, but it is on my watch list. Catch the trailer. <laughs> and the trailer that Nikki edited. Yep. And um, it, so then you guys got a little yeah. bit of Skeleton Crew. We did. Yeah, Skeleton Crew. This has been the most mysterious of the projects. Yeah, it's the last, like, private trailer, event-only trailer. Again, a full <laughs> trailer. Like, this show looks like it could come out tomorrow. Like, it's... Really and they managed 
to keep the show under wraps for quite a while. Yeah, pretty much everything about it. Yeah, it was. New, I don't know how they kept the information and getting out. These yeah. kids that came out in the cast, we don't know. The they got to meet the cast, it. which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're adorable. What do you think about those kids? You think they think it's gonna be good? They're charming as hell. Yeah, they're really really lovely. They had like they, really great child actor energy. Like like they just they just came. Like that stage may as well have been made of trampolines because they like they came out and we were just like, Wee! Um, well, I know that it's meant to be like a throwback to the Amblin films, yes. and you could feel that. You could feel that with the footage. Could you get that sense in the footage. You could definitely, even just like the way it's shot. Like, yeah, somebody said just... there was like shots of like kids going to school and living in suburbia. And... There's I... like a, a Star Wars house. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like you never saw before. Right? Yeah, very, you know, like Goonies yeah. and ET. And... I remember like a shot that was very like I think it was in the woods, and it was that one yes. where it's like you know the the sun shining through mm-hmm. the, the the leaves and sort of like, having shot, that yeah. having that sort of um, foggy foggy the classic effect. Stranger Things shot. Yeah, right. like totally. It was it was really cool and and Carrie Condon is in it. Carrie Condon out of nowhere, which made <laughs> yeah. me so yes, happy. Yes, I, I heard about that and I went Carrie Condon. Oh my goodness, yeah, so great. Um, I love then you Carrie even Condon. get like you Vane. get a couple scenes. Yeah, Vane, Vane, Vane the, the pirate. Yeah. That's right. But you get like shots of like the parents like sending messages, and you get like your audio of like, please come home. We just want to know that you're okay. Like it feels like. Goonies, ET, a little bit of like Peter Pan, Lost Boys, like type energy. Stranger like, Things, yeah. Stranger Things for sure. Mm-hmm. Super Eight, and I like uh, that the title implies two things. One, we're t- it sounds to me like a spaceship manned yeah. by a skeleton crew, and the other thing it implies is pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You would think it sounds like, like we're going to get both things. This absolutely. Is the evolution sort of of what they teased with Gorian Shard and that yes. side of that world. I love um, Gorian Shard. <laughs> man, it's crazy how it's almost like they have an idea of what they're doing. Insane. Yes. It's really weird. Insane. Yeah, um, and, yeah. to those people who think that they have no idea what they're doing, <laughs> I don't know what you've been watching. They uh, make it up. They listen to Reddit and they make it up. Yeah. Uh, but then the end of the trailer, the kids see Jude Law and they're mm-hmm. on one side of like the bars and he's on the other. Yeah. And he force pulls something and they say, a chip. And that's how the trailer ends. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then there was like, was there like a a post title like stinger shot of him like walking down a ramp? Yeah. Yeah. It was it, he he looks very cool. But yeah, the the sort of like Force thing was the big. We'll, we'll call him Jude Santana. That, that's yeah, yeah. Super interesting. Super interesting sort of uh, thing because obviously it's like that could be a misdirect. He may not actually be a Jedi. It could be something else. Yeah. Like but like the fact of the Force is involved is is very interesting. And I'm excited because that show is supposedly going to come out this year. Yeah, they didn't uh, give us anything on that, right? They didn't give any release date or anything. No date. Ahsoka's so. the only thing and, that got a date. But they did a really good job keeping this kind of secret. Yeah. All they really did. Is what they wanted us to know. And I think that's always, that's really the the the, the sort of byproduct of the volume, right? Like, <laughs> the degree to which they can close off the set. Yeah. Good it's point. just totally different now. And so... Season 2, it's like, if you want to look, you could find, like, not just set leaks, but, like, 
big set leaks like right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah, and I definitely won't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all that was great. So that's pretty much everything that we saw showcase wise and adjacent. Oh, awesome. So I, I'm excited for Skeleton Group and I'm excited to see how it's going to expand the story um, of that era in Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. Then, of course, we get little things like Return of the Jedi will be in theaters again this year. Yep. Which is great because I haven't seen it in theaters since 1997. Yeah, I've never seen it in theaters. Yeah, I I feel old. You guys are much younger than me. No, I I caught I caught a new hope in '97. So <laughs> oh, you did. Okay. I got I got I got somewhere there. So and then of course you, know, you don't have to feel too too old. Um, but I I did I was my will was not my own. <laughs> so I I didn't get to choose to uh, go see anything else. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, that I, that's something I've always wanted to do. And fine. I think, I think even the Hollywood, I don't think the celebration thing, but I think the Hollywood bowl is doing mm. the Jedi in concert, um, mm, which I is always super so. cool. It's I've, I've done Jurassic park for that. And that is, that's like just such a cool experience. I'd love to do Jedi there. And then, um, Dave Filoni dropped a big bomb in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the 15th anniversary of the Clone Wars, he announced Tales of the Jedi Volume 2. Can't what are you guys' thoughts about that? Super cool. Super uh, my great. My thoughts are that I love season Bring one. Bring it on. <laughs> especially the Dooku stuff. And I'm excited to know who are the two that are going to be done. If it mm-hmm. is two still. If that sticks to be the format. Um, I love. Yeah, that. That, was, that was one of the panels I went to. Um, which was just great in general. Um, that was that was the first time at Celebration where I've seen Dave Filoni cry, like wow, like he got emotional um, wow. in that in that thing. And so, like that was a really special one. It was so great to just see the Clone Wars team there. And then, yeah, he he sort of closed the show out with like you know this is again like the future, and he and he. What I loved about the Tales announcement was it wasn't just, hey, more Tales. Like, it's the idea that Tales of the Jedi is like the training ground for Lucasfilm animation. Mm-hmm. It's it's this opportunity to let people step up and get in, you know, get them ready for writing and directing and, you know, take these little bite-sized um, chunks of story and... In, I think in Dave's words, it was like to keep animation strong. Mm-hmm. And so and so like this idea of like constantly giving back and constantly really um growing the the talent pool and strengthening it and giving people opportunities and all that. Like it's it's so much it's so much more than just, hey, more more Jedi. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's a very sort of targeted project to make sure animation stays as special as it is because it's you know, for so many years, it was the lifeblood of Star Wars. And, it was, yeah, and continues to to break new ground. So, so yeah, I think that was to me. I think the most like special thing about that announcement. It's like it's 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 such a like, um, like a, a meaningful project for like the craft itself. You know, I agree. I agree. Yeah, Eldon, any thoughts on that? 
Uh, my only thought on that, just sort of connecting to it, because I wasn't at the Clone Wars, um, but we the one thing that we missed is that we also were at Batch. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, well, we'll get there in just a moment. <laughs> okay, good, good. Just making sure it was still on there, because I know I was like, oh, that's that's everything we saw exclusive wise, which is not true. Um, yeah. Yes, um, but I was I'm excited to watch the Clone Wars one. Uh, I'm still catching up on everything that I didn't see. Thankfully, those are yeah. Our, I watched it. That was videos. really good. Yeah, I'm excited about it for sure. So, Tales of Jedi, that's going to be exciting because, like you, I like the first season. Mm-hmm. And then we come to the last day of the convention where we get announcement that there will be a Bad Batch season three. Yep. And of course, after seeing the finale, uh, thank goodness there will be. Mm-hmm. And the finale of season two. And then. So season three next year, and there's going to be uh, a lot to tell, I'm sure. Pain. Oh, yeah. There's going to be pain. So you guys got to be at that panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they Damn. didn't they didn't have any footage for season three? Did they? They oh, yeah. did indeed. Oh, they did. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Teaser trailer. I just okay. want to say, like, this, this I say, not heard of. This yeah. Heard of. First of all, the panel itself was it felt really special um i feel like they they touched some ground that was like oh this is like you know those moments those celebration moments where you realize how personal it is mm-hmm. like like it's again it's much to the chagrin of the grifters like this is not just a content churning machine yeah. like it just isn't like it it is actually quite special <laughs> spoiler alert um yes. and and like yeah they spent like 15 minutes eulogizing tech and like not even just in a like surface level way of like oh man isn't it sad like we lost character like it was it like i i think like you could tell what they went through like i think it was like brad rao and jennifer corbett were like we had a lot of conversations about what the stakes of this mission had to be Mm -hmm. you know like and you know it it had to be like we're going to tarkin's yeah, house. we're going to area. Right, like, it has to be a it big is, thing. It, like it, there has to be cost, and like, yeah. and it's, it's got to hurt. And so, like, and Sagarera messing everything up as he always does. Man deserves a slap. I tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, we're not cool. We're not cool. Well, right. It loses speed. Cool. It loses speed at some point. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was really special. And like, you know, they they talked about it, and you know, Michelle Lang talked about it, D. Bradley Baker talked about it, and you know, it was again it was it was just like it, it it was very sort of there there are times when a room full of 4000 5000 people feel very intimate mm-hmm. and i think that was one of those moments where it was like it really felt like we were sort of sharing something very sort of special and sacred yeah and just like sort of again like not even not just talking about tech but like obviously we knew we were now approaching this sort of announcement that this the next um next time we see you it'll be sort of like the last time the end yeah yeah so so yeah that was kind uh, of just like the vibe of the panel but they they did leave us with with a little teaser okay and i imagine you can't reveal what you saw i'm pretty sure we can uh like i don't think it's not it wasn't embargo you don't have like they didn't take our names they didn't take our names it was no embargo it was just don't record this Mm, okay yeah whatever we can remember and be happy a lot of Again, very. But I guess of, maybe um, I don't want to know too much, but you know. Sure. I, 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 the vague version is this: 
I would I, I would guesstimate as much time passes again as between one and two. Okay, so about a year or so. Omega looks that much older. Um, gotcha. Her hair is like kind of parted. She's got a little, little scientist outfit. Yeah. They're treating uh, her. It appears maybe not like a prisoner. Okay, well that's good to hear. <laughs> but crosshair looks like. Can I curse on this show? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Crosshair looks like shit, my man. <laughs> I mean, you know, for the sake of posterity, yeah, we'll allow one swear. This is the storyline I thought we were getting in season one when they yeah. when Cad Bane took her. Like, yeah. I thought we were gonna get her back to Camino, and like it was gonna be Omega Crosshair time. And obviously, season one did season one, and now it's like that. That looks like that's where we're at with this. This is gonna be yeah. them. Her trying to get to him, him resisting, you know, like that's yep. that's the vibe there. And that big mic, is... and that big mic drop at the end of season two. Yeah, the, yeah, that's Doctor King. Uh, Dr. That's Carr. they didn't they didn't play too much with that. That no, is Dr. Still... Her is trailer. her sister. It's a yeah. oh, I forgot the duh. The biggest thing the trailer opens with Palpatine physically physically visiting. Yeah, he's there, and he Ian shows up. Ian Could is you on imagine a he's with Hemlock. Yeah. Palpatine and Hemlock are, are Can you imagine Palpatine talking to Omega? I don't want to imagine that. Can you, can you imagine what like a scene like that would be? Stay away from her. He got he gets close to her. It looks like he he literally is like comes off his shuttle. He's like, hey, Doctor Hemlock. Like he's like, oh, he's all in it. And yeah, Ian's amazing. He, what, he said something like, you know, your your efforts are like, yeah, like, whatever. To, basically like, telling paramount to the Empire's. You're success, doing so, so much to the Empire. Yeah. You're doing God's work. <laughs> Yeah, and him like so be like, that. you don't have to talk like that, your Majesty. <laughs> Crosshair Omega. Well, no, you don't uh, really sound like that. <laughs> the other thing, uh, there's a lot of monsters, a lot of cool action. Fennec Shand is back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Commander the other Wolf. thing is Wolf. Yep, Commander Wolf, little shot. So Wolf at last, we're gonna we're gonna get that team together. Rex, oh, Wolf, Wolf. And Gregor. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're so... wondering where Wolf has been. Exactly, it's time. Time to bring him in. I, I could so. just see Telpatine gets into his room by himself and goes, Thank goodness I don't have to talk in that place anymore. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It's yeah, hurting no. my throat. <laughs> it was it was a great teaser. Again, it's like not not enough to like like break down plot or anything, just general vibe. Um but so yeah, I guess no, I like... have to ask the big question. Let's Is go. tech dead? Is tech gone? So far, what do you guys he, think? Uh, he did. I mean, I think so. I, think I know there's dead. a lot of that. I know there's a lot of thoughts about yeah, cloning. I think he's. Dead. I think he's gone. Yeah, it'd it be interesting if though. Weird happens. Yeah, like, do they do they use his? If they bring his body back, do some weird experiments with it. Yeah, if it's Omega not him, is convinced it's him. Yeah, but eventually she has to let go. Dead in soul and personality. Is is you know the best way to put it probably like if they were to sick tech against them as an evil super smart sort of phantom like that could be interesting. Mm. Um, but you guys got they, me all intrigued now with Palpatine at Tantus because they have their their dark clones, which was only the beginning thread in season two. Mm, uh, that's right, unmarked no. That's right, the electrocyanide yeah. clone guy. Yeah, that uh, guy. Yeah, I'm just so, I'm just spitballing here, just musing, but like. My initial feeling, because it's the last season, he's dead. He's dead, dead. And yeah, like, yeah. like I feel like if there was more, 
it might be a cool before the end this is our challenge thing but i feel like because they were coming to the we're coming to the official sort of this is it i feel like he's gone yeah i feel like i think i agree with you there and like in every regard and so so yeah it's it's really again it's like we we didn't see enough to know what the like ultimate how it's like gonna like shake out in any way um, but it it definitely has the oh yeah it's gonna pop off like it's gonna go big so well, I guess um, I have I, to ask the ultimate question yeah when they're all done the remaining clone members of Force ninety nine did they retire to taboo they well, gotta I hope they gotta go man, yeah there's retirement on taboo or death I feel like <laughs> the only options yep. Awesome. I mean, I can't wait. It's going to be yeah. a long wait for that batch, but I tell you, if anybody is sleeping on any of the animated shows, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Preach, Preach. It's good. Um, yeah, uh, and, and then, it was a weird thing because it was like like series ending announcements are always mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even, even when it's totally are, on their yeah. terms. Totally on their terms. They told the story they want to tell three seasons is actually probably a great run for the show. Um, but like it's always that feeling of aw. Um, mm-hmm. but also it's animation, it's like who knows what the heck they're working on already. Like yeah. it's it's just gonna allow room for the next thing that'll be great. And I keep crossing my fingers for it. Luke's Jedi Academy cartoon show. Yeah, like it like could you be ask uh, Joseph Scrimshaw, that's part of your tales season two right there yep yeah and then of course as we conclude and we don't have to wait too long for this visions volume two. Oh yeah yep i watched the trailer the other day good stuff a little bit of a inside baseball we nikki and i have the episodes um, I just haven't watched them yet. <laughs> oh, you're trying really hard to make me jealous, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I am. I just you reminded me in this moment because I had to watch it yesterday and then I didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this panel was a celebration of art. Like yeah. this, this was the most soulful. <laughs> they, the press they, conference was not. <laughs> the, the press conference was a moment <laughs> in time, but they they literally gave every director just the room to just unpack the film like it was just here's my life here's my story here's my my company's story it was amazing yeah i was excited to see that ardman studios got to do one oh yeah and we got to watch that one the ardman one they screened for the room yeah how was that yeah oh it's so good the funny story so very funny story about it so because because we were there with um in the friends and family section actually for uh you know because of our sort of press stuff. Um, and so again, at the end of the panel, they showed it and it was amazing. And I remember just like, obviously we're having a great time with it. It's Ardman, so it's funny. Like it's 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 got so many like great quirks. And I just remember like at several points out loud being like, these guys are these guys are bleeping geniuses. Like they're just they're so good. They're blah blah blah. And then it finished. And uh, the director came out and was like, thank you, thank you. And everybody give a hand for the crew. And the Ardman crew was the row in front of us. Mm, nice. <laughs> and uh, and our friend Charlie was further down the row. And 
instead the person in front of them turned around and was like we're glad you guys were behind us because we, we were feeling the love and mm. so, so that was a, that was a very sort of special very nice to have happened um very but nice. yeah just going back to the panel in general my god yeah it was it was like Alden said like it was a celebration of of art and and like like the world like well, i think so that's excited. what's so cool yeah like, i don't have to wait very long to see it exactly and like vision season one is only get is, what two weeks two weeks three yeah weeks? may 4th um i don't know Very what day nice. it is but it's uh it's coming and it's yeah, like, it's like when nephew and niece's birthday that's what i know <laughs> there we go um but yeah no it was it, it's like vision season one was so special for what it was but like this is this is the the natural evolution mm-hmm. and i think i think it was a very smart move on their part to open open it up into not just Star Wars through anime, but Star Wars through just what like every kind of cultural and like um, artistic and of, style you can think of. And some of the animation looks amazing. Man, yeah, we got uh, lightsaber beams that look like brush strokes, like paintbrushes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it was. I'm really excited to watch that one. That one, that one is like visually the one that caught my eye the most. Yeah, I would, I would. Um, and that's pretty much all the major news out of celebration, for the most part. Yeah, I'm glad that you guys got to go. I, I said I didn't, but um, it's yeah. gonna be a, a connections. Absolutely. And it, it, of course, they're great. Those were friends like you two. And that means we're gonna have to hit up a con here stateside, hopefully. In yes, uh, I'm gonna be going to Salt Lake Fan Expo in September. Okay, cool. I'm not familiar. Yep. I don't know what's yep. going on, but <laughs> I've never been. Well, it's but... a Star Wars themed, unfortunately. We'll make it Star Wars. <laughs> I will make it. <laughs> Is D D23 going on in uh, Anaheim, I think, right next year? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, they're going to alternate now. Yeah. Anyhow, guys, I cannot thank you enough for being on the show today. Thanks for having us, man. I'm so excited you guys got to go and really add some special, very special moments there. And we were so yeah. drunk. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I would have been the designated driver. If I were yes. Drunk. Thank God for you. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! No, it was a uh, it was very good socially, very good social trip. Um, but also, yeah, it was even just outside of that, the convention itself. It was, this was fun to uh, to sort of sort of relive and unpack it because yeah, a lot of celebration just kind of happens to you, and then you're like left with the pieces mentally. Um. So it was it was kind of it was nice to sort of remember it and and think fondly back of a few weeks ago and and uh, yeah so many great things I I hope um, anyone listening uh, is able to make plans for the next one and if yeah. not the one after that and hopefully we'll yeah. all see each other there. But I do know that the three of us will meet eventually. It's gotta happen. The force wills it. Mm-hmm. All right, gentlemen. Thanks for being on. Where can the people find you, Nikki? Yeah, you can find me at Nequitius on Twitter. Um, you can check out the Imperial Senate podcast. You can also check out um, a rewatch Between Worlds, which I do mm-hmm. on Alden's show. So you can also, when Alden plugs his stuff, you can fill you in on there. Okay. Alden, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me personally at that Alden Diaz, T-H-A-T-A-L-D-N-D-I-A-Z on Octa Radio Stars podcast, which includes rewatch, um, which has been on a little bit of hold, but now we've got Ahsoka countdown, so... That means more motivation. It's a Circle Watch 2023. Circle Watch 2023 is yep. on. 
uh, on Casually Talk with Ken Knapsack and uh, other places on the internet, getting ready for other things like Strange New Worlds. And um, yeah, it's an exciting time to be a fan. And Willow will return. I can feel it in the force. Agreed. Consult the guys. Well, everyone, you can find me at Brennan Mystical on Twitter and on uh, Page Turner Say We're Not on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Please go and check out Elvin and Nikki's stuff. You, it is absolutely worth it, and you will not be sorry you did. So, anyhow, my name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator, and thank you for tuning in to the Guest Awakens. Presented by Page Turners, they were not my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.